0: This is HPR episode 1795 entitled 54 LibreOffice Impress, Templates, and Master Pages, and is part of the series LibreOffice. It is hosted by Akuka and is about 17 minutes long. The summary is Using and Acquiring Templates in Impress.
1: This episode of HPR is brought to you by AnHonestHost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR one five. Better web hosting. That's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com.
0: Hello this is Ahuka welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another in our exciting series of tutorials on LibreOffice focusing for now on the presentation graphics program called Impress. Now last time we took a look at the mechanics of creating a presentation but it was a a blank presentation white slides with black text. Um, I've been urging everyone to stay focused there But uh, at some point, you know, you have to start looking at some of the fancy stuff. We're going to start getting into that, uh, and oddly enough, it is going to involve things like templates and styles. I'm sure that comes as a great shock to you if you've been following my series. Um, Now, there are a couple of terms here uh, that uh, we want to take a look at, template and master page. Now... These are essentially the same thing, okay? Um, but depending on where you're looking, one writer will call it a template, another person will call it a master page. Now, inside the Impress application, they call it master pages. They're accessed on the right-hand side of the page, uh, just like all of the other stuff over there with properties on the sidebar. Um If you, as the author, do not choose a specific template to use when creating a new presentation, Impress will base the presentation on the default template that is built into Impress. But you can create your own default template if you like. Now, remember the default template that I employ is the one that's called blank. So, clearly, you can start with that and then shift to something else later. So... How does this work? First, let's say you've created your presentation. You followed all the things that we've talked about so far. You you prepared. You outlined. You did a blank presentation. Um, you get your content right. None of your slides have too much stuff on them. Uh, so I mean, you if you've done all of that, you've probably done a pretty decent job already. Um, What comes next, okay? Uh, Well, we could take a blank presentation, and what we could do is we could start just adding stuff. Um, You could go in and say, well, I want to have a background, and and you could choose a colored background and put in a gradient and all of that. Uh, Typically, if you work in a large organization, for instance, I I work in a company that is global, that's To me, that's a definition of large. Um, You know, they will probably have standards that say you should use a certain logo, or they may have a complete slide background, what have you. They may specify text colors and fonts and so on. Uh, Templates are a way to contain all of these settings and the styles and all of the other specifications. Alright. So it, in that way, it's very similar to what we saw with Writer, where we said styles were important, but you couldn't use styles until you had a template to put them in. Well, the same thing in Impress. Okay, um, Templates are a way to contain all of these things. So if you know you're going to use the same setup over and over, it probably makes sense to create a template that has all of that and maybe even make that the default template. So all of these settings automatically get applied every time you begin a new presentation. When your template has everything you want, you save it as a template by following the instructions for saving templates, which I will get to in a second. Uh, Then to make it the default, go to File, Templates, Manage, which will open up a similar window. Um, Go to My Templates, click on the template you just created, then click the Set as Default button to make it the new default template. Now, like in Writer, Master Pages in Impress can contain their own styles, which is very useful. For example, the design of the slides may make it desirable that text be a certain color within the Master Page, and having it contain its own styles helps with this. Clearly, you would not want to, although I have seen people do this, have a gray background with gray text. (laughs) And even if they're different values of gray, that is still an incredibly stupid thing to do. I actually saw that once at an educational conference, and it was done by someone who was actually attempting to teach people how to do good presentations. It's just the most amazing thing in the world. So, clearly, if you have a dark background, you want light text. Now, that could mean dark blue with a pale yellow or something like that, which around here is very popular because blue and yellow are the colors of the University of Michigan. Um, But, you know, that's an example of what you want to do. Um, If you are going to be presenting a presentation in a room that... uh, um, that is kind of dark, that might work very well. It's typically what you see on a lot of television things. They will do things with dark backgrounds and light-colored text. Uh, In a well-lit room, I would probably go with something with a light background and dark text. But, you know, you can experiment and see how you want to do it. Now, in addition to, um, to the question about Uh, creating a template what most people want to do is they want to find templates and there are lots of templates available online Um, so what are some of the places you can go well libraoffice.org has a place called the template center you can go there and get templates and uh, a link to the template center is in the show notes for this show so you'll be able to get that uh, there is a, something called presentation magazine, uh, which by the way, uh, I think I've mentioned before, it might be something you want to subscribe to. It's a free, um, email newsletter. Uh, and they have a page of free, what they call free open office templates. And as we've said before, open office and LibreOffice are very similar. I'm, I even note that, uh, Bruce Byfield, who is one of my gurus on all of this, is starting to think that there's movement towards re-merging those, uh, uh, since uh, Apache OpenOffice does seem to be somewhat languishing. Uh, There's other... I've got a link to a few other places here. uh, chtsai.org is one that has templates. uh, Free... There's a place called freepowerpointtemplates.com that also has a a page for free OpenOffice and LibreOffice templates. And all of these, the links are all in the show notes for all of this. So there's plenty more out there. If you just open up your browser and do a search for Impress Templates or Impress Backgrounds in the search engine of your choice, you'll probably find a ton. I like to find ones I can use, and then I add them to my collection. So how do you add them? Generally, there's two ways you can add templates in any LibreOffice application. And we discussed this previously in regard to calc templates. And I'll refer you uh, to um, LibreOffice calc, the object model and using templates, uh, which was a previous tutorial. So you can go back and review that. Since that covered the topic in some detail, I won't repeat all of it here, but I will give a brief explanation of what is involved. Now, in general, templates are either packaged as standalone template files or as extensions. For extensions, you go to Tools, Extension Manager, and click Add. For standalone template files, open the Template Manager by going to File, New, Templates. Open your My Templates folder if it's not already opened, then look for the Import button. This opens a standard File Manager window. Go to where your downloaded template file is, select it, and click Open. Now Note that a template should be a file with the extension uh, .otp. That's the proper extension for an Impress template. But as we discussed previously templates master pages and slide backgrounds are often lumped together in people's minds as templates you you will encounter this what typically people will do is they'll just give a empty presentation that has all of this and they'll call it a template and say hey here you go template now if that's the case then instead of being an ot P, T as in Thomas, it will be an O, D, P, D as in David. Uh, now that is a file that is a presentation itself, okay? Um, there's a little bug there that I'm going to have to deal with, so I'm going to talk about that, and this is why I put off saving templates until the end. Uh, and the reason is, there is an odd bug in Impress that might bite you when trying to save a template. The problem is that the My Templates folder for Impress does not appear at all in the Template Manager for some versions of Impress. I've had some very interesting discussions with people, um, developers, and uh, people on the users' mailing list about all of this. I think in the most current versions, this is fixed. But it does make it very difficult to save a template. Now... So my number one advice would be, make sure you're running the latest version. That seems to get away around that. But if you, for whatever reason, you've got an older version, there's kind of a kludgy workaround. And that's this. Go to File, Save as Template on the main menu bar to open the Template Manager dialog. By default, the Template Manager opens at the Documents page. Double-click on the MediaWiki folder to select it and activate the Save icon, then click the Save icon. Specify the template name in the pop-up dialog and click Accept. The template is now saved into the MediaWiki folder. This appears in the MediaWiki folder on the dialog page of the file type being saved, which is Presentations. And close the Template Manager dialog. Then go to File, New Templates on the main menu bar to open the Template Manager dialog again. And that seems awkward. Closing and opening the Template Manager is necessary so that we can complete the steps of this Klugey workaround, which is about moving your template to the My Templates folder. So select the Presentations tab to open the dialog for Presentations. Double-click the MediaWiki folder to open it. Select the template you've just added, and the file handling controls are displayed. Click the Move to Folder icon and select the My Templates from the drop list that appears. Your template will be moved from the MediaWiki folder to the My Templates folder, and close the Template Manager dialog. Um, Now, I'm going to thank... Brian Barker from the LibreOffice users list, who, by the way, is a very smart fellow, so if if you ever subscribe to the list, pay attention to anything he says. Uh, He's the one who gave me that uh, particular approach to solving the problem. Now, in the the newest versions, that shouldn't be a problem. Uh, You should be able to just go to File, New Templates, um, go to Impress, and go to the My Templates and just save, and that should be the end of the problem, alright, so uh, if you've created one of your own, by just opening a blank presentation and adding graphics colors, blah blah blah, or if you have downloaded one that is a presentation file and not a template file, and you want to use it, either way that saving is, is how you do that now When you select Master Pages in the sidebar, you'll see the ones available to you right next to the sidebar. At the start, these will be the ones that come with LibreOffice out of the box. But as we saw above, you can add your selection, multiple ones if you wish, by saving templates, including ones you downloaded from online sites. To apply one to a presentation, just click on it. That's all is involved. So if you created a blank presentation and you say, now I want to put in my my page template, that's about how hard it is. You just go to Master Pages, click on the one you want. Now, if you later want to change the one that was used, you might find that selecting a different one only applies to the slide you have selected. The easiest way to fix that is to go to the Slide Sorter press Ctrl-A to select all, then click on the master page you want to use. This will apply the master page to all of the presentation. Now, note also, you do not need to use only one master for an entire presentation, but do use some common sense. In a large presentation with two major sections, it might make sense to give each section its own master, but don't go overboard remember you want the attention to be on you not on your slides now creating your own master pages right. there can be a little bit more to this than just uh, sticking in some graphics and colors so if, if you really want to do a good job go to view master slide master to bring up the master view And you'll bring up a a small floating toolbar called the Master View Toolbar. Uh, The first button on the left with a plus sign lets you create a new master page, but you may not need to do anything because when you open the Master View, it usually gives you a brand new one to work with. You have a number of options here, including text options. Uh, Now, there is a screenshot on my website. Link is in the show notes. Uh, But if you open it up, you should be able to see this in LibreOffice yourself. Um, You know, I have my styles and formatting window docked, as we've talked about many, many times. And so taking a look at that, you can see that uh, it's going to start opening that with all of the styles. And uh, what this is telling you is that many of the elements of the master page can be controlled by styles. So we should expect that. However, this particular tutorial is not about styles. This particular tutorial is about the master page. So, in order to keep this from getting any longer than it already is, uh, I'm going to put off the discussion of styles um, until the next tutorial, or maybe take several, actually. Then I'll bring the pieces together to create a template with a master page and a group of styles, and pull it all together. I've done that with Writer and with Calc, so that shouldn't be terribly surprising. So, uh, this is a hookah for Hacker Public Radio, signing off and reminding you, as always, to support free software. Bye-bye.
1: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at HackerPublicRadio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday.